Welcome to Dealing with the Germans. My name is Anders. And I'm Philip. And today we are going to talk about a thing that I think most international visitors to Germany, they sooner or later will encounter, whether they are just here for a brief period, just traveling on holiday, or if they intend to settle here. It's it's general German customer service. Yes, and notorious <laughs> <I know>. customer service. <laughs> that's where the that's where most people will first really get to know the German mentality, and and uh, that can sometimes be a little off putting, but uh, the, well, I'm, I'm, they mean well, but but you need to get there first. <laughs> so, Philip, um, you just you were just telling me about a uh, an, an experience you had recently. What was that? Yeah, literally like a week ago, uh, I locked myself out of my online banking. So at two o'clock in the morning, where most people call their banks, I called my bank to get some assistance. And uh, the other thing that I think our listeners should know is that most serious institutions like banks do not offer, um, you know, English services. Like they want you to speak German. Yeah, but, that's uh, just German. So with my broken German, um, I tried my best to explain the problem. And, uh, you know, the guy was not, was being kind of rude. And I understood, like, it was, like, 2 o'clock at night. He probably, you know, I don't know what he's going on with his life. You probably just um, you know, <clears throat> ruined his Netflix show he was watching on his tablet. That's right. <laughs> he gets paid to watch Netflix, and I just ruined yeah. it. So I hung <laughs> up thinking, oh, I'll just call again and get another operator. Well, no, it was the same guy. Uh, yeah. But then, I, you know, so he gave me some information reluctantly. I had to sort of, like, pull it out from him. Um, that's the other thing. Like, don't be, don't be intimidated to engage with these people. They have to still do their job. Like, yeah. I, I feel like a lot of Germans, um, not just like outsiders, but just a lot of Germans will sort of bow down, or they will like, you know, they will take their place, or allow the other person to control the situation. And I always tell, like, I'll tell my wife a lot of times because I hear her talking to customer service. They work for you. Like, it's not the other way around, you know? No. Like, don't be polite to them. Like, they should be polite to you. And so I was a little sarcastic with this guy who just told him, like, oh, I'm so sorry that I had to ruin your day at work, you know, your job, you know, to ask you for this stuff. And that I'm having such a hard time with my German. Like, I really appreciate it. We got to figure it out. I got got the the thing that I needed to do. Um, But it was, uh, but yeah, it's just one of those things where it's notorious that, like, um, Companies will just, they feel, I think, some right. Like, they're, um, you know, like, where else are you going to go? Like, you know. Yeah, exactly. Either they got you in a two-year contract or they know that, you know, there's not much of an alternative. And that's really like a piss-poor attitude, I think. Yeah, it is. It is. Have you ever experienced that kind of, like, uh, negative or, like, not willingness to help? Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's it's particularly we we in, just in in a recent episode of this uh, series of podcasts here we we were talking about the two year contracts with with the with the telecommunications companies, which is yeah, quite right. the norm here. Yeah, and I've I've had several issues with telecommunication companies where I have signed a contract that runs for two years, and as soon as I've done that, they deliver very poor customer service and they're not at all interested in 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 helping out because they know they've got me for the next two years whether nothing's gonna change 
nothing's going to change. I'm not going anywhere. And so, so not until like three months before the contract period ends, then they up their game and then they're, you know, charming me like, yeah, like, uh, I'm the biggest and most important customer they have ever met. I think it's also but, a different team. There's got to be like an outreach team. That's like the positive one. Yes. <laughs> Exactly, and if you, or if you get a, a, a ticket at the tram, uh, I mean, don't start to discuss that with the controller at the tram or the train because they they are rigid. And are you talking about the people that check if you have a um, a, uh, a ticket to ride? Yeah, yeah, they they will walk through the the train, and if they if there's any any doubt whether or not the ticket is valid, they will give you a ticket. They yeah. will give you a fee. And you're welcome to discuss that with the office, the customer service office afterwards. But don't discuss it on the train with the with the with the actual controlling man. No, no, you can discuss that with our customer service afterwards. And yeah. and that is a struggle, man. They 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 have no interest because they know that they can just send this thing to. It's called Incaso here in 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 Germany. So they they, they will you know they will get their money. Never no matter what you do. And and really, in in very extreme circumstances, under very extreme circumstances, they will they will say, okay, this was a mistake, but but like ninety nine percent of the cases, they will just stick to whatever it was, whatever whatever reason you had, whatever whatever excuse you you think you might have for for not providing them with the sign of a valid ticket, and and they, they there's no customer service. In that, I know in that, that particular I'm, situation, particularly with the people on the train to check with that. Um, yeah, really quick advice. Maybe it's out of topic, but if they ask you to pay there, just say just say no. Oh, so you, you'll you'll no, do no, the no. transfer. Uh, yeah, yeah, do the yeah, transfer because yeah. I've I've heard some horror stories that are straight up harassment. Um, and I also, I one time I thought that I'd be slick and ride the train one station without uh, paying for it. And I got a ticket, yeah. but they wanted to take, like, they wanted to look at my wallet and see how much cash I had on me, which was like, uh, no, <laughs> okay. like, you know, just give me the paper oh, and I'll pay for it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. That's suspicious behavior, that one. Uh, they, yeah. they, an official um, com- ticket control, guy, what, what's it called in, in, in official terms? I don't know if, if, if there's a title or something. Anyway, the guys walking through and controlling that you have a valid ticket, they, they, should never ever ask you to to pay cash. No. Yeah. That that would be suspicious. No. I no, think they'll no. try to do that with uh, with travelers too, because they'll know like, oh, you're not going to be in the country that long. That's but a different thing. Maybe you can yeah, still yeah. even actually. The one time that I got the ticket, I was leaving Vienna to come back to Germany, and so they were like really mm-hmm. adamant of like, no, you, we have to pay this before. I was like, no, I I know that I can make an Uberweisen, which is a transfer. Yeah. Even from yeah, Germany, yeah. so like you know, don't try to take money. They're like, yeah, just give us whatever you get right now, and then you pay the rest differently. I was like, uh, no, that doesn't sound legit. <laughs> no, no, exactly. We have um, there, there on one on one specific side, the Germans are, are fairly advanced here in in Germany because the the public transportation system here in Germany, you you can actually buy your tickets um, in an app on your smartphone. Yeah. Yeah, I do. That. Do you do that, that in Munich? I do that. I do that frequently. And and recently, I had an encounter where it the the the, the ticket that I had in my app actually there was a timestamp and it says it's valid, 
But the controller who controlled me said, it's not yet valid. It's not completely downloaded. What do you mean it's not completely downloaded? Because I can show it to you here on my on my screen. Yeah. There's even a barcode. There's a barcode confirming the, the, the that it's valid. Yeah. And said no, it's not. It's not yet valid because it has. There, there are some green stripes or, or something at at the top of the screen, and they're, they're still only white. So in essence, what they were suspecting was that I had only just downloaded the ticket because I saw the controller coming down through the train, which was not the case. I already started downloading it before I boarded the train. Yeah. But in in their in their terms it was not completely fully valid fully valid although the timestamp said that it was valid as of two minutes ago so uh, this is actually still an ongoing dispute with the with the transportation company because i i'm not accepting the ticket but yeah. uh, according to their terms and conditions uh, at the time of, co- of of control the ticket was not valid and I'm, said, uh, I'm, I'm still saying I'm, I'm not accepting that because then, there, then there's a flaw in your app. The app should not oh. say that the ticket is valid immediately. It should say it's valid in two minutes. That, that would make more sense to me. It, it shouldn't say that it's valid immediately if it's not valid immediately. Yeah. So we're still um, discussing that. I know that I'm using the app for the local uh, railway system up here, but it has the same dis- uh, disclaimer. It is valid right after mm-hmm. purchase. Exactly, exactly. And that, that is a thing where you will really, uh, dear listener, this is, this is, I'm bringing this case up because this is, a, this is um, a situation where there's absolutely no German customer service. They have very strict terms and conditions. They cannot be bended. They cannot be interpreted. This mm-hmm. is the way they, they, they will treat you. And you have to go. And this, this is where my case is at the moment. I've gone to the to the to, to the upper level management because I refuse to accept it. Not because of the ticket. The ticket is that's not even the even the case. I've even said, okay, I'll pay the ticket if you reimburse me afterwards. Because this is a principle. I use this app almost daily, and this is a situation yeah. where. It, I, I'm running after the after the train or after the the, the tram. Yeah, frequently, and 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 only just as I arrive there, I'm I'm doing the download and the purchase, and and you know, so, <laughs> so just yeah, and it's shocking because I've done the same thing too. I'll purchase it right as some as the train's already pulling off because I'm inside the train. I want to catch yeah. it. Other times, yeah, I've exactly I've needed to go somewhere where I'm not familiar with, so I'll talk to yeah. the um to the um to the guy the train uh, inside the train. And he'll ask me, "Do you want yeah. to purchase a ticket now?" And I'll say, "No, I got an app. <laughs> I'll just purchase yeah, it right exactly. there." Yeah. But yeah, they're exactly. totally fine with it. So, yeah, yeah. It's, not it's in, not, not in this case with it, because app, obviously they have customers who are who are cheating and only just buying tickets when they see that the controller comes on board. That is not the case for me. Um, yeah. I, I know this may sound very <laughs> innocent, and, but but I mean I use it so often they can even see how much traffic and how much money I, I I spend on public transportation on a monthly basis. Why would I? Why would I do that? Just yeah. Why I would mean, you cheat the system? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's. But I think this goes just, to say, like, also that you know a lot of the times the people who are running this are on a different level. Um, you know, because I've obviously had, I've also had conversations with people at the stores, 
uh, for example, at the when I got a contract for the for my cell phone service, I was talking directly to the to this lady at the store, asking some questions that she seemed confused about. Uh, mm-hmm. Things that are like on on regular, like you know, paying ahead. Like I'd like to prepay for stuff, and um, yeah, and it was just like I think it was out of her, like uh, out of her um, her level of, of decision. Yeah, so it was kind of yeah. weird to direct to sort of like de- um, to discuss it with her. But if the person is not as sweet as this lady was, they could just simply say no. They'll refuse to want to entertain or want to um, indulge you as a customer, uh, you know, at mm-hmm. customer service. Like, because uh, we have, yeah. that's the reason why we're not with, t- t- uh, with T-Mobile because they're, tr- they're we, they, the person that we were talking to was very off-putting and we were like, I told my mm-hmm. wife, like, look, we're just going to go somewhere else because, you know, yeah, exactly. this is indicative of yeah. what we're going to deal with and, yeah, the other lady was like, same question. She was like a little confused. She was like, oh, I don't know. I don't think you could do that. And, you know, it's she was a li- at least a little bit nicer. So, yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, the same thing with the um, with the people who can control. Like, the guy at the train station, one t- I remember this one time. He was like, I said, I haven't purchased the ticket yet. He's like, just get on the train. Purchase it when, you know, purchase it on your app. Or you can purchase yeah. it with me or you can purchase it on your app. Um, yeah. And or they'll be like you. They'll be like, "Oh no, this is not valid." And I think also some of these people, like I have to assume, the guys that that you dealt with were probably feeling threatened by this new app, this new technology, right? <laughs> yeah, and it's that's just like, it, yeah. God, like guys, like take it easy. Or like the, the guy yeah, at the exactly. bank. Yeah, I'm like ruining his Netflix and chill time. Like he's like, "Oh man, come on, nobody <laughs> calls at two o'clock. That's why I took the shift." Yeah. You know? Sorry. No, it's 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 um, it's. I, I think it relates also to the the fact that the Germans they like to to have things in order. Yeah. So if you as a customer, you are not behaving like most normal customers, and you come with a what they might consider an unreasonable question about paying ahead. Yeah. This guy is crazy. Uh, they, no. <laughs> yeah, they 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 don't behave well to that. Uh, I mean, it's just it's just something that uh, things they don't understand can sometimes be create situations where where you will where you will feel that the Germans are rude. But this is human nature, have, right? Right? Wasn't that yeah, just human but they nature? Have, they have, yeah. I don't know. They think that might have designed a, a genius uh, customer service um, plan uh, with various packages that you as a customer should then be put into, depending on how much you, you're willing to pay on a monthly basis. And if you, if you just land between something there that, that they cannot really put into a box and tick it off, that's where they, they will say, Trouble. no, we can't help you. <laughs> yeah, trouble. trouble. You're He's trouble. a troublemaker. <laughs> you're just yeah, a you're troublemaker, Phil. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's yes, that's bad. Um, but yeah, I think it's often like because the way the things are compartmentalized in these companies, I'm sure the sales team is is totally not the people who are coming up with the deals. Like in America, I think that in America, the people who are selling the products are the people who are coming up with the product. And here it might be compartmentalized where someone's coming up with the products. And they're just putting, giving it to somebody else to actually sell it. So, yes. And and I think yeah, the, unfortunately, the, 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 you can create like real 
points of of um of stress on that, right? Because mm-hmm. if you're if I'm developing a product for you to sell and you're coming with feedback of why that product's not selling and I'm reluctant to hear it and I I can add pressure of like no you have to sell this real thing that's really hard to sell and I don't care about how hard it is to sell it even though you're just telling me how hard it is to, to sell it. And mm-hmm. I think that that's part of like where the frustration comes um you know with these people and you know I just I just hope everyone can get along cuz in the end it's just about money and it's about exchange of services, right? Because what about yes. what about the the hotel industry? Like in Nuremberg, um I know I've said this in the show I think before. Nuremberg our main industry out here is um hospitality. Tourism. I mean it's just yeah, tourism, hospitality, right? Yeah. So uh I just stayed at a hotel but this was by the Rhine in a different state. Um people were totally cool. And then I was staying at another hotel uh in Cologne where the guy was just it was like evident that he hated his job. It was, it's so weird <laughs> to see like this, this pe- like yeah, it's like um, it's nothing consistent, you know. Um, yeah. But I guess, but I guess it's a little consistent that most of them are will be miserable or they will not be willing to help. I think particularly the, uh, an American traveler will feel that. That the German hospitality is is rude at times because there's there's a main difference in America. It's a tipping industry. They 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 are heavily dependent on 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 tips from customers. You think that's that's contributing uh, to it? Or? I think so because in Germany they are not at all. They 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 it's custom that you you may add like five percent extra on a uh, in a restaurant or cafe, mm-hmm. um, depending on how much service you've gotten in a in a in a, in a street cafe. Oh, you also less, mean like for I mean, like a, bigger a, groups, like when you have like bigger groups. In a bigger group, you you will add a little more than five, maybe ten percent. Ten percent is absolutely a very nice tip here. It's a very very nice tip, and they don't expect that. It's just really if you if let's say you have like twenty people eating, you're out with yeah. with your company, you're the head of department in a in a company, and you go out after having a sales meeting, you you eat the whole evening, you you drink and you have fun. That's when you when you tip ten percent. Yeah, and that's that's and 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 the and the service team they will be they will be thrilled that you do that. This is a very nice gesture. Where in in America. They have to behave nice. They have to. They have to, you know, be nice to the customer because otherwise they will not get any or very little tips. And and if they do that all day long, they don't earn any money. They don't bring home any butter or bread to the table. So um, yeah, that, I think that's where where a traveler to Germany will see that there's a there's a major difference because the the, the clerk at the at the reception um, in 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 your hotel, he's not depending on your tip. Right, that's already money that's already in his pocket. Yeah, he's he's already getting a a um, a decent salary that he can live on, um, and if not, he's get he's having another job as well. So 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 like. It's it's not because he's he's relying on the tips from the customers. Yeah, I think it's also important to remember, like, for our listeners to realize, like, it's a human thing, right? Like, a lot of people yeah. just w- they will be reluctant to 
adapt to something that's outside of the box or to entertain mm-hmm. something that's outside of the box or outside of their scope, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think having that is good to remember because we're all humans. These people are humans too. But there's another place where it just seems to be out of place, this lack of, of customer service, and that's at the government agencies. <laughs> Is that a good segue? Yes. Good segue? Yeah. That's a, uh, that's a whole other chapter. <laughs> if, you're, if you're going to live in Germany, you have to deal with the govern, government offices at some point. And just, just, and just realize that they feel like you have no other co- option. If you're shopping for, no. c- for cell phone services or any other kind of thing, yeah, you can go to the competitor. But when it comes to yeah. government stuff, there's no alternative. No. And they no, no, no. And and they will. The first thing you will realize is that that I think we mentioned this in an earlier show. German is the only language in which you can communicate with most governmental people. Yeah. Um, and whatever you bring of paper, whatever whatever documents you bring. It has to be translated. Not only that, it has to be translated by an approved translator. And it has to have an official seal that this translator can, in fact, translate official governmental documents. Yeah. So, so, so I mean, when I first moved here, I had my whole, my whole birth certificate, my... my my well, the passport is is an international uh, internationally accepted document, but my birth certificate was in Danish. It has to be translated. And, Wait, do and, you have uh, a, I couldn't just. You have an EU passport, a blue mm-hmm. one. Okay. No, it's a red one. It's a it's a. Oh. Dark red. Yeah. Oh, dark red thing. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, 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 birth certificates. If you, if your marriage, your marriage certificates, um, yep. your children's certificates, everything needs to be translated into German, and then the process can start. If you want to seek for citizenship or whatever, that you, you first you need to get a whole stack of documents in order in German. Yeah. So that, <laughs> that's where you start. I had to do that with my driver's license. I had to get my driver's, driver's license, license. Uh, yeah, translated. Yeah. And it was a process yeah. of like, I don't know, two, three weeks, I think. Had to yeah, go yeah. to the uh, ADAC yes. and then get it translated. And it cost a fortune. Yeah, it cost a fortune. Um, and that, there's a whole industry making a lot of money there. Yeah. Yeah. How much did I pay? I, you know what? I don't remember. But I want to say around 50 bucks. You should at least have 50 bucks in your pocket. At least. Yeah, yeah, at least. And if you've got like a whole stack of documents, like birth certificates, marriage certificates, um, whatever, it, you might end up like two hundred, two, three hundred euros short. I mean, that that's yeah, it's a big. And that's even before. <laughs> that's even before you enter the governmental office because they they're gonna ask you for these papers. When I came here, so. I got um, you know, as an American, you get a six month tourist visa. But mm-hmm. so I entered with the tourist visa and applied for the um, residency permit with the contract because that allowed me to apply mm-hmm. for the residency. Um, but the people took so long, and I think I want to say that it was deliberate. I might be just bad mouthing the government agency, but I think it was <laughs> deliberate. They wanted I had to 
It took almost five months for the pro- for the paperwork to process. So I was going to run out of my uh, of my visa. So they had me extend yeah. it. So I had to pay for an extended, and it was over a hundred bucks. I think it was like a hundred eighty or something. That was yeah. like pretty pricey to just stay here six more months. Obviously, within the next month, the my paper my paperwork got finished. So maybe that's another caution or warning um, for listeners. If you're going to come over here, try to apply for the residency permit or for the for the if you're going to be working over here, try to apply for that. I know that some companies will help you. I got some assistance mm-hmm. with the company that I did, but I have to do most of it on my own. Yeah. Um, but it was like... Oh, you mean you mean try to apply ahead of it so before arriving? Yeah. Because obviously yeah, I went yeah. like the next day that I arrived and they're like, well, yeah, this is going to be a process that's going to take, you know, more than the six months you're allowed to be here. So go ahead and pay for the extra, um, for the visa extension, which I was like, uh, do I really need to do that? And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I did. And... Within five months, they got my uh, paperwork done. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, four, yeah, almost five months. So, yeah. So I could yeah, save that it's, money, it's, but then yeah. again, but the problem is, is that if the paperwork would have not actually gotten done, and then I had to get a lawyer, that's a different story. So I think the reason why it got expedited in the end was because I got a lawyer. Otherwise, it could have taken longer. <laughs> and then, yeah. Uh, but then, then, yeah, I could have saved that money. But you know, just be ready to yeah. have deep pockets when you come over here. It's it's um, the, the the German the German official system is is rather rigid. They 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 put you in boxes. They expect you to behave accordingly, and 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 they if you step outside of the box, that's that's just gonna that's just gonna take extra time, and yeah, uh, yeah it's gonna give you extra frustration. So so when you want to enter the country and stay here as a permanent resident that's the that's one of the the situations where you just just do what you're told and, and don't 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 step out of line just do exactly what they want it'll it'll make your life a lot easier and you'll have a lot less frustrations just don't don't think you are anything else than just an average person coming into the country Wanting to move here, yeah. living permanently, you don't don't expect them to take any, any um, don't they, they won't expect any special requirements or anything. That's just and don't think just do what they're told. Yeah, and they also don't think because this is something that I try, I stayed humble with. I mean, I did not tell this to any of the government agencies that I dealt with, but I just thought to myself, and you know, it doesn't mean that you get special treatment. But I just thought to myself, like. I'm here for a job. Like, as soon as I start working, I'll start paying taxes. Like, yeah, it's yeah. in their interest when I start that. working. No. They don't care. They no. don't care. They just want to follow procedure. No, 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 no. They got plenty yeah, of paper it's from all bit... the trees they have here. Yeah. Yeah. And if you, if you get frustrated and leave, there are just three to five to maybe ten people waiting in line to, to come and see him, uh, the person you're dealing with. Yeah. So he doesn't care. He's, he's got to sit there until four or five o'clock in the afternoon anyway, so he doesn't care. Yeah. <laughs> it's just that's just the way it is. I think it's in most countries, don't you think, Philip? It's it's it's. I mean, I've I've had situations similar to that in 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 Denmark. Even if you go to immigrations in in, in when you enter the U.S., it's just don't 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 kid them. Don't don't don't. Uh, 
don't put jokes well, on on any uh, <laughs> officers yeah. standing Especially there. now they, with they, the current administration in America, you want to be very yes. uh, <laughs> play by the rules. You just do, <laughs> just play by the rules. Do what you're told. It's it's not as rigid uh, uh, in, in in Germany. Uh, they can take a joke, but but basically just just do what you're told. That's it's, it's just going to make it a, the whole process a lot easier. Just a lot easier. How about how about um, when you're in a restaurant, particularly here in southern Germany, the restaurants, the Bavarian restaurants, they have a reputation for having rude staff, rude, rude uh, waiters. Have you experienced that? Yes. Um, you know, my wife works at a restaurant, and she tells me some horror stories of some of the people they work. I think it's an HR problem. Like, I think, um, I yeah, I don't. I think they just don't like it or they're yeah i don't, I don't understand it's, why it's... but yeah i've also experienced that and if i mean i've been here long enough to ignore it now but it can be a shock for a new <laughs> yes. pe- for a new person right <laughs> for a newcomer yes yes exactly particularly americans where in in america i've i always get very very nice service from waiting staff in in, in, in in a restaurant in America. It's it's because again it's a tipping thing. They otherwise they don't get get any tips. It's in a Bavarian particularly the the, the traditional American restaurant uh, uh, sorry, traditional Bavarian restaurants, they don't care about tips. They just wanna, you know, they just wanna expedite. They just wanna do whatever is required from the customer as fast as possible to get to the next right. customer because it's a, it's a matter of revenue, right? So, so sometimes they 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 might be quite rude if you're just it takes you too long to order or if your dish if you you have special requirements in terms of of your dish what it is that you I want this without without salad <laughs> can I have this or this or this instead of that right. and if you just If if that goes on for too long, they just you, you you're gonna get a, a nasty look from 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 them. Say, who are you kidding? And I think it also <laughs> comes from just that that uh, German characteristic of wanting to be procedural. Because I just experienced that, yes. and I experienced it at a Buddhist retreat where the guys okay. that were serving uh, dinner, um, they were handing out little plates with salad, but. I'm from California, where I've eaten a lot of salads, and I like to have the salad in a big plate. So yeah. the guy was like, "No, you have to take the the uh, the small plate." I took the small <laughs> plate, put the salad on my big plate, and I just put it down and say thank you, and went to the next station. And everybody was shocked. <laughs> by the end of the, the by the end, I have everything stacked up on my plate. And yeah, yes. it's weird to put spaghetti on top of salad, but in the end, it's all going to the same place, and I like the texture of it. I like the crunchiness of the yeah. salad when I'm eating the thing. Also, I'm very used to eating in bowls <laughs> instead of plates. <laughs> like everything comes here in plates. Yes. And um, yeah. but I think it's just like one of those procedural things. Like they just want. Yeah, it's but yeah, right. yeah. Advice yeah. to everybody who's listening: go to your German. Go to your. Go try out some of the German cuisine because it's it's not it's good and it, you shouldn't be so intimidated the food is that good. you're yeah, now yeah, just. Yeah forced to eat street food like no go out there and try some of this uh food from bavaria it's really delicious it's worth the hassle it's worth the hassle <laughs> but but remember this if you don't like something on your plate just pick it out it's what i tell my kid yeah like when he doesn't like the salami or the pepperoni just that hey, just move it to the side 
Yeah, exactly. It's it's a lot easier than they will take if you if you like a dumpling and not based on a potato but a but a some other uh, it's called a semilknödel. It's uh, basically made on 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 uh, on old bread and and but it's very delicious. There there's there's certain side orders that you can you can amend and you can you can you can change um but in general just take take the the dish the the look at the menu and just order what's there instead of starting to to make too many changes because that will just yeah. that will just be a frustration for all <laughs> exactly but that's a really good that's a really right. good uh, that's a really good example all right so this was um, a little bit on on uh, German customer service, the way you deal with waiters, official governments, stuff like that. We'll be back with uh, another episode of Dealing with the Germans pretty soon. Yeah, thanks for everybody who listens. Please subscribe. It, support, it helps us support the podcast. And uh, send us a tweet. Send us a tweet. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.